0: Greetings! Hola mundo, I'm Psychic Paul.
1: And I'm Jam Jam. Grab your pen. And jot this down.
0: Because it's It's just just our our tip. tip. Just the tip?
1: Just our tip. But now we're recording. <laughs> it is our Packett.
0: Welcome to just our podcast. Oh my goodness. So uh, can I just say that we've actually practiced this and this is our third time trying to record <laughs> our not it's not even our intro, this is our first episode. Yes. So <laughs> I'm just flabbergasted. Mm. That's a word I know. Yeah. Uh surprisingly. Um, I'm just flabbergasted with our capacity to do this, but welcome to all our first, time, uh, everyone's a first time listener. Yes, because this
1: is our first episode.
0: How excited are you? Super excited. Like, just our tip excited?
1: Like, on uh, our booty. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? You know, pirates get booty, that's their treasure. Oh. Not the booty you used oh, to,
0: though. <laughs> I was like, which booty just getting our tip? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: Anyway, (laughs) so once again, this is our first episode, and we're
0: super excited. For sure. Definitely. Uh, Welcome to everyone uh, who is, no, not even welcome to everyone. Welcome us. If you're listening to this, send us a text if you have our numbers. You can follow us across social media, and that's going to be on our Facebook page, but uh, you need to welcome us. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But we are definitely so excited. This has been in the works for like two months now. Um, We've been telling our... Family and friends. Well, I've been telling, like, the whole world about it. Mm -hmm. How about you? I probably
1: told my mom and a couple people that I
0: work with. How excited are they? Super excited. Yeah. Uh, I can honestly say, and this is gonna going to pump you up, but I was telling several friends, and they were like, oh, wait, like, is that the one who you're always uh, posting on your Instagram with? And I'm like, yeah, that's her. One of my friends was like, I love her spirit. Like, you're just such a amazing. Thank you so <laughs> No, but like, uh, Elizabeth, you're a very fierce person, but, um, so we're gonna go ahead and just dive right on in. Yes, let's uh, do it. All right, so I have a question of the week, and today's question of the week is brought to you by me. If you want to sponsor us, feel free to send us emails. <laughs> we will gladly yes. take sponsorship along Nike. the way. <laughs> yes. Walmart. <No>. Right? <laughs> I'll take pizza (laughs) if you got pizza and chicken nuggets count me in Mm -hmm. but um I'm just gonna start off this really simple really easy it's a two-sided question okay so if you were a starburst which starburst color would you be and which is your favorite starburst color though
1: Guys, I just want to let you know I told Paul not to ask these stupid icebreaker
0: questions,
1: but he did it anyway.
0: <laughs> these are These are these can honestly be so like deeper than icebreaker so questions. They, I'm just saying they can go so much deeper than the standard icebreaker and they can be like an existential question. Sure, <laughs> probably not. But anyway,
1: um I think I will be the pink one. Not only because pink is my favorite color, but I think those taste the best. And what was the second half of the question?
0: Which is your, well, you answer oh. that. Yeah. Which oh, one is yeah. your favorite?
1: So yeah, pink because wine is my favorite color and I think they taste the best.
0: Honestly, I, my favorite is pink as well, but mm-hmm. I hate the color pink for really? many reasons. Real quick side story. I feel pink is really um, a color that a lot of hetero men use to say, oh, um, real men wear pink type of stuff, Mm -hmm. but yet they only mask it up, or not mask, like M-A-S-C, like masculinity, but like Mm M-A-S-K, mask it up in identity with other homophobia, and so like when I see people wear pink, I'm like, you got more issues, even though it Mm -hmm. may not even be an issue, but that's just the sight. Yeah,
1: note. that's understandable. I mean, yeah. Because back in the day, oh, you're gay if you do anything that's, you know, seen as feminine. And pink is a, normally a gender, not neutral color.
0: Did you blue actually know, board. did you actually know, too, like, um, I can't think, like, over 100 years ago. oh, um, <laughs> Pink and blue, it was vice versa, where pink was more represented towards, uh, for boys, newborn boys. And... Um, vice versa, where blue was for um, female, females. Really? Yeah.
1: Never knew that. hmm Yeah. Huh. North- I do know, like, <laughs> do you know? people, I don't even know which way it is, but I know they paint, like, rooms pink. Mm-hmm. It's apparently supposed to be, like, a common color.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, yeah. please don't ever Maybe paint it's this blue. place pink. Know.
1: But I don't know. Yellow I love pink. I
0: love yellow, and I love green.
1: Yeah, but both of those are like gender neutral
0: colors. Absolutely. They're my two favorite colors too. Um nice. I do love pink though, the pink starburst. Like you're you're you hit that Tasty. spot on. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what they put in that, but see, like it is so good. Probably cocaine, but you know. <laughs> no, it's shout
1: out of. to Starburst and their cocaine. Just yeah, sponsor <laughs> us.
0: <laughs>
1: but anyway, speaking of questrons. How about we get to know each other, and at the same time, our listeners can get to know us? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to do like a little interview. Alright. Kind of like what it was on RuPaul's Drag Race when they were interviewing people, and Brooklyn seemed so fake, but you know. Ah! Yeah, that's another story. I,
0: I really feel for her, if y'all are currently <laughs> watching RuPaul's Drag Race season 11, I feel for her, um, she's really playing it strategically. That's why
1: it seems so fake to me because she's pageant Mm queen-esque and she's supposed to be poised and perfect. But on that type of show, you need to show something that the audience can relate with. You can't be perfect all the time. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. But let's jump into these questions. So, Paul, how about you tell myself and the listeners where you are from and like talk about how was it growing up? with so many siblings. Tell us how many siblings you have and the neighborhood you grew up in. Oh, geez,
0: Louise. All right. Well, let's start with, oh, let's start with this. If you were the IRS, I was born in Texas. If you were, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you're ICE, I um, was born in Texas. Right? I am yes. not a immigrant. Uh, I, I promise. <laughs> um, I was definitely born and raised in Central Texas, and mm-hmm. I'm Texas to the I don't want to say Texas to the core because that makes me seem like okay so I have more stories I see I can talk all day about myself you're like exactly (laughs) so I'm just this is gonna be the brief spark notes version for y'all and then eventually uh, as we lead through our podcast you'll get to learn more but uh, born in Central Texas, uh, San Antonio, lived there just about my whole life until I recently relocated here um, to this fabulous state, which I'm not gonna say yet because you might be stalking me. Oh um, and if God. you are, I can give you my address so that you can make sure I go, get there <laughs> if, <laughs> if you can, send me your <laughs> picture first, um, I have technically four, th- three other siblings. Um, I'm the baby oh I said that's so weird I'm, <laughs> I am the baby uh with that I have two older brothers and an oldest sister I didn't meet my oldest sister or the only sister um mm-hmm. until maybe about four or five years ago uh she wasn't present in our lives um for whatever reasons, but with mm-hmm. due to modern technology, uh they found her. <laughs> she wow. wasn't missing, but, you know, just wasn't active in our lives. And then, um, yeah, so I've, I've known my sister for the last five years. And... So
1: what's the age difference between you and the oldest sister?
0: Why you got to put me on the spot like that? Because
1: <laughs> I think it would make more sense to why she was missing, and it didn't really
0: I believe affect you as much. I believe much. she's 38.
1: Oh, and Paul, if you don't know, he's like he's supposed to be he wants
0: to be 19
1: so we'll just do that we'll just do paul's 19 she's 38. look if you're going to ask
0: me <laughs> age now I, i'm going to tell you this what i tell everybody i have three different ages my legal irs age mm-hmm. the age i go up to at the club and then the age i assume on social media platforms don't you
1: no i have one age
0: you tell everybody that same age it's
1: fabulous Good. It's because, I mean, tell I you. love it because, you know, everyone says black don't crack. So when it you say, is. oh, I'm 45, and they're like, oh my God, you look 16. Even though I'm not 45. But sometimes, <coughs> well, it you can <laughs> tell. Look,
0: look, if y'all have never seen her, she doesn't look 45. Because yes. she's not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you a question now. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you identify? Um, like, w- what words would you use to identify yourself with? Like, if someone was like, who are you? Um, how would you identify with that?
1: I don't know, because I don't think I can explain myself to anyone, because I feel like I'm not within definition of words, if that makes sense. Oh, that's fierce. You know, because yeah. when people meet me, they always like, mm, you're not really like anyone I've ever met before. And I'm like, thank you, yeah, <laughs> you Well know yeah, I don't know like i w- I can say, like the cliche oh, um, you know, I'm laid back, I'm chilling, you know <laughs> I like to make you know cookies for the homeless.
0: I was gonna say I've never <laughs> had any of those cookies, and Lord knows I've been homeless, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, I don't know I can- I don't think I can explain myself in words, but and that's another thing. I don't like labels either, so I don't want you to label me. And then just assume that's who I am based on that label. I love
0: labels, and I'm not talking necessarily about clothes labels. But I love, I like labels in the aspect of um, the they help create a sense of community. Now I, I, I absolutely see what you're saying, mm-hmm. where you know with labels it can get very oh this category that category you know what category are we on right now type yeah. of thing. Uh, but I think for me personally, labels have also helped me identify with certain communities and people. Uh, that I can be around that will put me in a safe spot in a safe place. Yeah, yeah speaking
1: of labels. I Know you identify as a homosexual male mm-hmm. so When did you per se discover that you were homosexual or different from the other boys and girls that you hung out with when you were a kid, I love this question. I know because
0: I can actually trace it back. Okay, cool. Yeah, on my own gay genealogy, <laughs> on my history. Um, it was my third grandpa on my dad's. Oh I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but legit, uh, I it was so weird. Like to ask me that, I'm also weird to ask me that because I really do remember. Uh, it was back in fifth grade. Uh. I remember my teacher, Miss Brennick. Shout out to you. I don't mm-hmm. even know if she's still around. That sounds horrible, doesn't it? Oh, I'm so sorry. We are not editing that out. Editing that out but, uh, proceeding. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh, so, God. uh, fifth grade, uh, we were going in a line to use the restroom, you know. I don't know if, uh, your school did this, but my school yeah, did. did this. Where most of the time we would all go in group to the restroom. And then I specifically remember, uh, I would say he was my first crush. Uh, I remember we were like best friends, quote unquote, you know, at that age. It's like anyone can be your best friend because you don't do anything. But as you're they're your best friend in Mm -hmm. school. It's like you have no obligation to them. (laughs) Loved it, right? Those were the days. (laughs) Um, And yeah, no, that's honestly when I remember like when I was different because I was like, I like him. He's cute. Mm -hmm. And I like him more than I like girls. And I still didn't fully understand But that at that age in fifth grade is where I was like, I'm different. I do like boys. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the whole coming out story, the whole process, becoming a fairy that is, that can take all day long. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's generally when that came. I came out to my mom and brother, one of them, at the age of 19. Wow. Um, (laughs) <laughs> Those were I had sexual experience. Eh, we're not gonna talk about that. This time, right? <laughs> My mom was already asking me like, "What's a podcast? How do I listen?" And I'm like, "Uh." <laughs> uh yeah, uh, um, but yeah, that's, that is that mm. and is that. We'll just leave the rest.
1: But for... did you tell fifth grade boy that you had a crush on him?
0: N- no, never. Like, even to this day. I think I just added him on Facebook uh, about a year ago, less than a year ago. Like, is he still we... cute? He's not my type now. Oh. I mean, not that he was my type then, but he was just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're cute. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, my goodness. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh Jesus. Yes. sponsor us <laughs> <laughs> all right so i'm gonna go a little bit further on that identity platform with you mm-hmm. um do you identify i do i fly i do identify yes. as black. yeah yes. uh so it's gonna be i'm gonna i'm all. take it two-sided so do you prefer the term black or african-american mm-hmm. and then with that do you identify with black or African American before you do female, or female before you identify with black and African American?
1: Um, I wouldn't say one comes before the other because I mean, you look at me and you see both immediately. So, I would say black to me is more PC, aka PC is political correct.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, <laughs> we're talking about computers now, like, oh snap. but yeah,
1: being black is, I feel like. I mean, an African American to me is someone who can trace, like their dad or their grandpa, or grandmother, came from Africa. Is that
0: actual genealogy. Yeah.
1: And they are first generation American, so they are an African American. I'm black. I was born here. My mom was born here. Her mom, her dad. Like I can't really go too far. I don't know anyone in my family that was actually born in the native country of Africa. Huh? So I'm just black American.
0: Ancestry.com, if you want to sponsor us, <laughs> let us know.
1: Right? I've actually taken one of those. Yeah? Yeah. And my people are from Nigeria. So
0: so then if you've been able to trade that I'm just mm-hmm. gonna challenge with what you had said. Okay. So why would you say more so that you still identify under black than African american
1: Well, because thirty percent is I believe West African. Thirty percent is also from British Isles. Oh <laughs> and then up? we have the Native American side. Yeah. So if anything I would identify as a mutt. But I, I love, love being black, love so I'm word. black.
0: Love that word so I'm much. I'm black,
1: y'all, and I'm back, y'all. Y'all
0: <laughs> yes, yes. She's about to just break it down for y'all. <laughs> All right. Um, that was that was my question. Okay. Your turn. Well, my
1: question does not tie into any of that. <laughs> <laughs> but we could go back to our childhood, and can you tell me your favorite childhood memory? Mm.
0: You know, that's so awesome. Uh, Growing up poor. And I know it's like, oh my gosh, what? And if you're a little kid (laughs) growing up poor now, Mm -hmm. I promise you it's going to get better. Yes. um, Through the choices that you make. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I thoroughly believe happiness is a series of choices. It's not just from one thing to the next. Mm -hmm. But looking back, I can honestly say... Being poor taught me a lot of who I am, and it gave me the characteristics that I possess today. Um, I also generally identify as a very happy person. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like nonsense. I do like drama. I'm not gonna put. I'm not gonna be one of those fake. Ass bitches yeah. that are like, oh, I don't like drama. Like, <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm really a happy person, a joyful person, and part of that is, first off, I don't watch the news. Um, that's my secret <laughs> because uh. what's going on in the world. Um, you know, some things it's important to, but I think also the media uses a form of fear against us. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to allow myself to do that. I already have so many fears. I hate cockroaches, especially if they fly. Like that's (laughs) my joke. Right. That's my worst childhood memory. Um, but it was like literally my whole childhood. I, I, looking back now, I can say I loved it. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it then, (laughs) but I liked it now because it was just so much... Like about survival, you see these TV shows where they're like, "Oh, Shameless." Have you ever seen that? Oh, show? Yes, I love it's like, Shameless. How do they make it through? What are they gonna do? And it's like mm-hmm. same thing for us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also one of the other things that I kind of put together to ensue with me, where it's like I where my love for pizza comes from. Uh, every time my mom would get paid, the first thing we would do was eat pizza. Usually Pizza Hut. Um, pizza oh Hut God. sponsor us. <laughs> Uh, but not necessarily them, but also, you know, pizza, whatever whatever it was. We'd uh-huh. get pizza, and we'd do that as a family. And then she paid whatever bill she had to pay, and then uh-huh. we'd wait and, you know, try to make it through until her next paycheck. Yeah. And so that's, I'm all are I can, oh man, this is really psychological advice. Oh, <laughs> like, we're, yeah. we're really looking in. That is my favorite childhood memory. It was Pizza
1: Hut with the family.
0: Yeah, and now oh. I I don't want to say dislikes them. but Well,
1: speaking, well, thinking about that, I was also poor as a child. (gasps) And, like, so poor, we were homeless, like, a few times throughout Mm -hmm. my childhood. And in one shelter that we lived in, it was, like, pizza, they had Pizza Hut, too. This is why I really... Don't eat Pizza Hut as much until I get the craving for the cheese stuff, mm-hmm. crust. You can still sponsor us. Yeah, can still sponsor. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, we would have pizza once a week, and it was from Pizza Hut, because I think Pizza Hut donated to that shelter. All right. So I thought that was pretty cool. But, yeah, my childhood, even though we were, like, homeless and we moved from, like, place to place, my mom did a good job at sheltering me from everything that was going around me. Good.
0: So, I thought that was a pretty cool thing. Shout out to your mother. Shout out to my mama. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's yes. awesome. See, I'm all. See, you too. And you too can make it through. Yeah. I think that sometimes, like, uh, you know, some of our extended family uh, kind of always, I don't want to say always reached out to us, but they would reach out for mm-hmm. money. And my parents were like, we don't have right. money. Because, I got 30 kids. Exactly. Like, <laughs> but they, the we, they really taught us to be happy kids. Yeah. Like Yeah. We would make the most of any situation. Mm-hmm. We'd be, you know, similar to you, oh, I'm, I'm homeless. It wasn't until I got older, mm-hmm. but that's for another story. Um, but nevertheless, like, we'd go out without water. We'd go without electricity, having to go over to my tia's house to take a shower, or things mm-hmm. like that. And um, it, it's just really, to empower people, you have to make choices, though, to get where you want to get to. Yeah, uh, I've been honestly thinking about, like talking for a living <laughs> i'm not talking for a living just a heads up but if you want to sponsor us please do oh my god <laughs> that's, that's all people are gonna get through this episode um uh, but legit like you just have to work for it like yeah. and, when and make it, smart char- smart smart don't snort <laughs> make, <be> smart. <laughs> don't smort, oh, yes. make smart don't snort but be
1: smart make smart charts oh
0: yes. you ready for a barbecue right that's that
1: that's that pacific twang coming out awesome
0: okay so now you're up next i recently saw an episode on queer eye which i love i'm just a fanatic of Mm -hmm. that show um one of the things that they discussed it was with a black lesbian woman and Karamo, and one of the things that they were talking about was their blackness quote unquote Mm -hmm. um and being black enough Uh, Have you ever faced any challenges like this uh, growing up or maybe still face these challenges today?
1: Yes. And if if
0: so, uh, what do you do to overcome them?
1: Well, I spent most of my adolescent, teenage, and few years of my adult life in Pacific, Missouri, which is a predominantly white community. Mm -hmm. So when I came to St. Louis for college, like people will be like um like where are you from like you talk different from the rest of the black people that are in St. Louis and I didn't really identify well with a lot of the black people I met in St. Louis because they just judged me by the way I talked Mm -hmm. or by the way I dressed or looked and the same with my family like some of my cousins they would be like oh maybe you think you're better than us because, you know, you hang around with all those white people out there in the country and you don't really understand what it's like to be out here in the city, yada, yada, yada. So I don't, my mom may think it's because of her relationship with her sisters and her family is why I'm not really close, close to my cousins, but it's not really about her. I mean, as a grown woman now, I could always, you know, but it was some of the comments they made when i was younger i'm just like i'm not really feeling that absolutely it is what it is and people always take my resting bitch face <laughs> as being like <laughs> mean or thinking i'm uppity but no like i'm a very inviting person it's if you biological. want to get to know me but you really are thank you so much
0: so i was going to save a lot of this for like not a lot but some mm-hmm. of this for like another podcast and talk about like the first time we met but like Mm -hmm. i was like i'm a person who like requires emotions out of other people which is why i try to make people laugh Uh a lot um and a lot of you already know you have an rbf (laughs) and sometimes i'm just like is she mad at me she must be mad at me, so I'll try to say something stupid, which I always do. It never fails, uh-huh. and then I get a laugh out of you, and I'm like, "Yes, I'm in the good graces." Yes.
1: But yeah, this RBF is the death of me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think in my head, "Oh, I'm having a good day. I'm smiling," and then someone walks up. What's wrong with you? I'm like this son of a bitch. I yeah. was <laughs> having a great ass day Oh, you All right,
0: oh, y'all. But yeah.
1: I mean, I just feel people need to stop judging people based on the way they talk or where they're from. Get to know people. Definitely. Even though most of the time people suck, but whatever. You don't know if they really, really suck.
0: That that way. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard that. <laughs> By the way, this podcast is rated PG, that's Paul Gomez, which means... It's gonna be nasty. Nah, it's nasty, nasty. i yeah. uh, <laughs> no, my sock! I, my sock came off.
1: So speaking of people, were you ever bullied when you were a kid or an adult? <laughs>
0: <laughs> actually, just five minutes ago on this podcast. Dang. Uh, actually, to be that's uh, to be very transparent, I haven't been. Mm. I've been made fun of, absolutely. Um, for different yeah. reasons, yeah. um, for things that I can consider small reasons, like in middle school, I can vividly, there's some things that I just cannot forget. And it's not that they were like really harmful to me, but I can remember like someone making fun of me for my pants cause they were high waters. I'm like, <laughs> bitch, if, unless you want to get me a new pair of jeans, like back off. And I wasn't the whole mm. person I am today. In middle yeah. school, honestly, I was really timid, really shy. I didn't talk a lot. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, friends, but I still didn't talk much. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until, like, high school that I kind of flourished and started to become the fairy. Actually, not even in high school is where I became the fairy. I'm today. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, and then, of course, um, there's... So, I like to consider myself the spice Missouri never had. It's salt and pepper here. In the gay community, it's salt and pepper here. And I'm the spice that they're just not ready for. The tajin, Mm -hmm. you know. Is that extra little Latino, Latinx spice that yeah they've been waiting for but they don't know how to handle it (laughs) yet
1: they probably never will because it's (laughs) misery it's It's
0: misery no it's it's but i honestly yeah no i i cannot think of a specific thing where like being bullied especially physical um i've honestly have not put myself around people who are not beneficial to me and i don't say that in a political way where it's like things for my advantage Mm -hmm. but if i don't feel comfortable uh physically or emotionally i take myself and withdraw from those situations um because i don't allow that to flourish i don't allow myself to continue to remain friends with negative people yeah that Uh, makes sense And I'm just like, "Mm mm-mm.
1: Yeah. I've never been bullied either, but I remember one time I came home, because I was always, like, fat and bigger than everybody and taller than everybody. And I never came home and complained or anything. And my mom was like, are you a bully? And I was like,
0: Just randomly one
1: day? Yeah, because, you know, you expect kids to be mean, kids who look different than other people. And I was always, like I said, fat big. Kids, kids
0: who look gorgeous. Yes,
1: exactly. And she's like, are you a bully? Because you never come home crying since someone did this or did this to you. So I'm just asking, like, are you the bully? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I was like, no. Like, I just have a winning personality. Like, people like me. I don't bully people. Or maybe it was just the RBF haul of my life. Yeah, you know, saved just you, right? You it could have been. It could have been. been. I do remember one time some kid did try to bully me mm. <laughs> Oof, in right. uh, elementary school. And I remember I grabbed him by his foot and like switched <laughs> <spinning laughs> around.
0: Take that. Rewind it back. No, rewind. Yes. Rewind. We were on the you,
1: playground.
0: Were you all both standing up? I'm we trying to envision We were both standing.
1: It. But he was like so tiny. Like I don't understand. He was probably like the kid like I'm not going to get bully, bullied. So I'm going to go for the biggest person the I can think little kid from of. Stuart Little? Yes. Okay. And he, I don't know what he said to me, but I grabbed him by the foot. You,
0: you kneeled down.
1: I think I bent over. I don't think I kneeled.
0: You bent over.
1: Grabbed him by his foot. Uh Uh-huh. Picked him up and like spun around and threw him. Yes.
0: Yes. I wish I could have seen this. (laughs)
1: And I remember his name, it was Khalil something. <laughs> and we might be fans on Facebook, I don't know.
0: But if my cousin Jonica, she
1: remembers that. And we are friends on Facebook. So. There you go. Oh my God. Yeah, back she, that story.
0: She, up, you get in
1: No, I don't think.
0: <laughs> the teacher was like, he
1: was a little punk out of Yeah, he was probably <laughs> like, yeah, he deserves it. Oh, <laughs> I don't think did. so. I think my mom heard about it. Because I think they did call the school. But they were like, he said something off the wall to her. So, and she's normally not like that She normalizes herself So we're not going to punish her this time But
0: yeah We're <laughs> not going uh, to punish her is it? Can, yes. uh, I can only imagine how, how the times have changed Because if that was like current day With the current status of delicate feelings Like yes. girl, you'd be in prison as I a five year old
1: Yes <laughs> As a big She looked like she's twelve <laughs> She knew better <laughs> like not god you. dang Love it, yeah. It's a mess. Uh, Are you okay?
0: Yeah, I'm, just, I'm dying of laughter <laughs> over here, and I specifically have my uh southern sweet tea away from me yes. because I was like, with my luck, I'm gonna drop it, and we didn't pay what we paid. Okay, to we're gonna have a this. quick pause here. So, yeah.
1: speaking of southern sweet tea, yeah. Paul states he makes his sweet tea
0: before, before you do that. Uh-huh. I want the listeners, you know, if you can pause, I want to preface this. How do you make your sweet tea? Yes. Really think about that. Pause this podcast for a few. uh, Really think, uh, do you make sweet tea? If you do, what are the steps? What are the processes? Yes. All right. Pause and unpause. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs)
1: So I make my sweet tea. I just use tap water, throw some sugar in that. By some, I mean, you about to have diabetes after you take a drink sugar. That much sugar in there, right? Like a few of those little tea bags. Don't throw it in the refrigerator. a good tea bag. <laughs> throw it in the refrigerator for 24 hours. And then mix that shit up. Drink it. Bam. Diabetes. Type 2. Paul, how do you make your sweet tea? All right.
0: So, now I'm from the South. And in the South, in Texas, there are different ways you can make your sweet tea. Uh, there are two ways that I know. One way is the way that uh, I, like, learned from my dias and my mom did it growing up. And that's you get your jarra, which is, um, what's the English word? A pitcher. Mm-hmm. And you fill it up with water. You throw your uh, tea bags in there. Mm-hmm. You put them over. You put it on the hot car, the hot Oldsmobile that doesn't run. <laughs> you put it on there. You leave it outside. You have to make sure you get it by noon because the Texas sun is hot. Mm-hmm. So if you get it by noon, by three or four, you're good to go. Okay. <laughs> I love the texas thing that's how i'm used to it. and then of course after that you come inside you know because it's where well, you bring it inside and then you add your sugar and you're good to go mm-hmm. um add your ice cubes so the way i do it now is i take about uh i want to say like five quarts of water i put it over the stove i boil it for about five six minutes and then i throw my tea bags in and then allow it to diffuse a little and then i shut it off make sure you know it's good in the harra. I will take that. So I put the sugar in first. Now I don't go diabetes mode, but I do like my tea sweet. Uh Um, I used to measure it out. I no longer measure it out because I'm like I'm gonna live life on the wild side. And sometimes my tea comes out weak, and I'm Mm. dead, and I'm like, oh, this is gross. But then I pour the tea in the hara with the sugar. I mix it up, Uh and then I add my tap water, and then I mix it up again because I uh, fill it up. And then I just put it in the fridge. And then uh, I wait usually the next day to start drinking it, add my ice cubes, and I got my southern sweet tea.
1: Uh So the big debate was, do you or do you not boil water for iced sweet tea? That was pretty much it. I was always under the
0: impression that you needed hot water for it. But I I guess really thinking about it, because when I (laughs)
1: Butch Queen. Oh my god. Butch Queen. My
0: <laughs> <Yes>. Oh, <laughs> But that was the debate. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what do y'all think? Yeah. We are going to post this on our Facebook a few days after we launch this podcast. Well, after you're listening now. Yeah. Be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a poll that says, do you boil your water to your sweet tea? And yeah. we'd like to hear yeah. back from y'all. Me That's too. just our tip podcast fan page on Facebook. Yeah, (laughs) Facebook.com. Do people do that? Like, do they go to people access Facebook on libraries still? I always just the phone. I'm like, it's an app.
1: You know what? I tell you about these millennials.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, identify as a millennial. Oh my god! Absolutely.
1: So I think we might have time for one more question. Ooh! Oh my gosh, there's so much.
0: You know what? Before this goes super long, Mm -hmm. I just want to know your thoughts because you actually. So what are your thoughts on the ending of Game of Thrones? Because you actually did read uh, quite a few of the novels. Yes. Uh, There's more, but of course you did read. So uh, as someone who read them and me as someone who didn't, what were your thoughts on like the ending, uh, more so season eight?
1: I did not like it. I thought it was not good character analysis. (laughs) They build these characters from the ground up, season one and season seven. Danny is always known (laughs) as like, she's known for her compassion and her, um, what's the word I'm looking for?
0: I have no clue. Icy hotness.
1: (laughs) Not icy hotness. The word she's like, oh, Cersei thinks this is a negative. (laughs)
0: Oh my God! Her compassion, uh, maybe compassion.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yes, maybe her compassion. I don't know, but yeah, she was known, and she was. There are many battles where she chose to give people options to follow her or die. But in this last battle, she didn't care, and it just didn't make sense to me on the way that the TV show was building her character, and I feel like John. It was pointless for him to be a Targaryen, for him to go back to where he started the Night's Watch. And then he basically committed treason by leaving the Night's Watch and going beyond the Wall. Which, we didn't know it was a Wall. We thought the Wall came down from the dragons, but apparently only part of the Wall did. When
0: Winter passed by, they rebuilt it.
1: So, I don't know. I just think it was... It wasn't good.
0: I I definitely will second a lot of that, uh, especially with Khaleesi. Because in particular with her, uh, they they built so much into her. Mm -hmm. And I really feel that even with the death of Jorah and Masende Mm -hmm. And the dragons, like, yes, she saw a lot of deaths. Absolutely. Yes, but, but I really feel like she also lost her brother early on. So, like, she's used to going through this. I really don't feel like that's how mm-hmm. she really would have been. Yeah. Um, maybe they were running out of time, so they were like...
1: I don't know. I think they were just tired because I heard HBO gave them options to do more episodes. They gave them more airtime on HBO. That's what, yeah, that's and they chose too, not you know. to do it. So, but to me, the way Danny character ended up it ended up like the stereotypical women are too emotional to lead mm-hmm. that's what it came off to me okay let me ask yeah. you this mm-hmm.
0: it's our final question <laughs> Coincide with it we're gonna do this latino style where <laughs> like it's the final question and then it's gonna run another 20 minutes Five more. yes uh, how do you feel about brianne becoming sucked king garbage
1: as my as my coworker would say garbage yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to pharyn garbage but yes garbage like why he's basically he should be in a citadel somewhere like he's the history of westeros mm-hmm. why are you king
0: do you so do you think he will do you think he has the capacity to be a great leader? I, I feel for what they're used to and what they're wanting are two different things. And mm-hmm. possibly, like, maybe he can. Yeah. But I feel like because he's not Bran anymore. He's the, he's the three-eyed, three-eyed raven. Not the third-eyed raven. Really. <laughs> yes. oh,
1: my bad. The three-eyed raven. And I don't think he should be king. It makes no sense. He's not a leader. He's basically a history book. So a what feed. are you going
0: to do? It's a like cute history book, too?
1: Mm-mm. Not <laughs> no. that
0: nose. <laughs> you got to get around that nose. Maybe it's where I sat on the couch. It's a different angle.
1: Maybe. But Robin, he grew up to be a little snack.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Did, did you hear about that? Like, the the best thing about uh, the last episode was the winner and Robin, like, won it all. <laughs> I was like, what? And then yes. I, of course, went on his Instagram page and was like, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Not worthy enough for me to click follow but you I like <laughs> yeah, pictures. I just, I that deal. I just I like do. the clip that they showed
1: up and I'm like oh he the glow up is real awesome so let me ask you
0: this before we do sign off where can we find you across social medias and what is what are, what are your tag names what are your screen names what is um, your AOL Jesus uh, I don't think I've ever
1: me. had an AOL but, but I do still know. have an active hotmail so holla to so. hotmail um, jam jam 223
0: Awesome and
1: Instagram, Twitter,
0: right? <laughs> that's that's, only That's, thing that's, the, only, that's <laughs> the only social media I have. Awesome. You can find me Sidekick Paul. That's Sidekick Paul <laughs> mm-hmm. on Instagram, on Twitter, on like that. I've always been using that. Like on forever. sugar babies. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's sugar Daddy for me. I'm not going to say the rest of it. But there's a website. And honestly Twinks for Hire My screen name was Lil Boy B-O-I 21 (laughs) (laughs) This was like Quite a while ago When I What'd you say Two years ago When I was
1: 23 Okay So he was 19, now he's 25. So you guys see what I deal with. I can't help it. Come through 25.
0: But uh, give us feedback, guys. Uh, We want to know, we want to hear from you. We want to know what you thought of this. Uh, Mm -hmm. Feel free to send us emails Feel free to reach out and message us. uh, We'd highly appreciate it. We do want to thank you for listening to our first podcast. There's going to be many, many more to come. We hope you laughed. We hope you cried. We hope you pooped your pants.
1: Nope. No. Not the last one.
0: Oh, right. <laughs> Unless you have one, depends. For our older listeners. All right. <laughs> depends. Please sponsor us. Yes. Sponsors
1: <laughs> come through. All right. We're pulling out, right? Yeah.
0: That was just our tip. Thanks for coming.
1: Bye. Ciao.